welcome to Feel, Pray, Love, a podcast devoted to bravely looking beneath the surface of ourselves and the world around us. This is a place where emotions are valued messengers, where life never happens on accident, and where every single part of you is welcomed. Thank you for being exactly who you are and for showing up here today. My name is Nikki Sunshine. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Welcome to you, first time listeners. My name is Nikki Sunshine, and this is Feel, Pray, Love. I'm back with you this week after a little hiatus. Uh, Returning listeners may have noticed that I didn't put a new episode out last week, and I didn't make an announcement about it, because... That's just how I flow sometimes, and part of the journey to running a business while also maintaining my feminine um, flow is not always needing to adhere by a certain rigid schedule and allowing myself space and fluidity within the structure. So yeah, last week was just the the perfect time for me to take a week off. I left my home for a week and went out to the ocean where the ocean meets the mountains and um, I just felt this call to get away from my computer, like get off of all the screens and really, really reconnect to nature just every day for seven days and I followed that that inkling within me and when I was out in Ahmed which is where I went and stayed for a week um, some big experiences surfaced and some questions about the direction of my life arose and I just ended up going really deeply inward um, and this week I've returned home and I'm in this week-long, really powerful uh, Shakti meditation retreat. Uh, it's all being hosted virtually. Um, so it's a real blessing to be a part of this group I was invited in. This is just an offering they do if, if you're invited. You get to join cost-free and it's really powerful and the community there is, is so supportive. So I've just really been really internal these last two weeks. Um, So I'm even surprised to be in my backyard swinging on my hammock recording this episode right now. But um, I I felt the inspiration. So here I am. Announcements. Let me see if there are any. Let me tune in. I I really didn't prepare much for today's episode. Um, Yeah, her reclamation is is well underway. We're about halfway through the program. It's it's, 
it's just such a beautiful container. I feel so honored to be able to hold this space. So blessings and so much love to all of you who said yes to yourself and join me. Um, for those of you who didn't say yes because it wasn't the time for you, worry not. Um, I will host this container again, and I believe I will make these um, recordings and the content available as a still course that you can buy on my website. So there will be lots of ways to get in there in the future. Um, yeah, there's not really much to announce here. Just kind of wanting to share my vulnerable heart and let you know that um, I am undergoing some big life changes and shifts. And, um, you know, as I've learned often happens, as I'm growing and expanding in certain areas like my business, um, deeper, more deeply rooted beliefs are surfacing, right? So the, the more I expand and the more I grow and the more I reach potentials and, and new levels that I maybe didn't even think were possible at one point, um, the more deeply rooted limiting beliefs and fears begin to surface. And so it's this continuous like push-pull ebb and flow, right? I get to expand, wow, now I'm here. And then it's like, okay, time to go internal and, and really nurture these parts of myself and, and see where I'm holding myself back. So I'm on that journey, just like you, sister, just like you, brother, just like you, fellow human, on the journey. And I'm so blessed that you choose to um, undergo this journey with me in your ear. What an honor. What a true, true honor. Um, yeah, like the, the podcast has a special place in my heart. Um, I started this well before I ever had a business or an idea of starting a business. I just had valuable information I wanted to share. Um, I was as I am now, just deep in my growth journey, and, and I felt that the wisdom and the insights I was gaining from within and from mentors and teachers was worth sharing, and so I started this podcast, um, and, you know, some of my clients have found their way to me through this podcast, but even so, this show to me is just like my offering to the world, and in reverse, you all listening are an offering to me. Um, there's something really cathartic and beautiful about just coming in here and plugging in a mic and, and allowing myself and my truth and source to just flow through me and, and then just putting it up and letting it go from there and trusting the message will get into the hands of those it belongs to. So thank you so much for being here as always. Um, you know, if if this show is, is valuable to you, uh, I ask you to share it. And I don't ask you to share it for me, um, so please don't do that. But do, do share it for those who you feel it would serve. You know, if there's any way you can share this show in a way that makes it easier for those of, to whom it can be of service to find it, uh, that is so incredibly wonderful. So... Thank you for doing that. Thank you for sending this to your friends. Thank you for posting it on your social media pages and stories. Always tag me if you do that. It just warms my heart to see that stuff. I'm at Heart Womb Healing on Instagram. 
And thank you for leaving ratings and reviews that feel true. Again, you don't need to do any of this stuff for me. But if there's something you want to say about the show that, you know, might might tip someone over the the decision edge of giving this show a try and you think it will be of service, please do go ahead and leave a review wherever you're listening. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was talking to a dear friend this week. We are going into a deep conversation, actually, that inspired the episode you're about to hear. Um, and she's a therapist and, um, well, almost, she's in training, but she's extremely gifted space holder and will be an incredible therapist in the world. And she's like, yeah, I've had dreams of, of like progno or, uh, subscribing. That's not the word prescribing. There it is. Prescribing clients. Like when they come see me in my therapist's office, like, yeah, um, I want you to go listen to feel, pray, love episode 62 boundaries (laughs) and prescribing the episodes as, as homework for her, her clients. And that just, we just shared such a good giggle about that. And, um, yeah, just, it really warms my heart to know that this is of service and, you know, whether or not my business, uh, as it stands prevails or whether or not I'm ever making a dollar, uh, in this, in this avenue of work or not, I will always come back here and continue to nurture this show. So thank you to my loyal listeners. I love each of you so much the reason I keep showing up. Um, yeah, today's transmission is really potent and um, possibly quite triggering. It's a big one. We're going to talk about healing the parent wound, um, healing the mother wound, healing the father wound, and essentially we're just going to dive deeper into the conversation around like how the fuck do I forgive my parents, right? such a big, big conversation for so many people, Um, or maybe not yet, and that's okay too. I was sharing in my, uh, her reclamation circle this morning, like everyone's on their own journey. And so there's no need to compare yourself to, well, they forgave their parents and I should do that. Or, or, you know, they figured out their money story and I should do that. Everyone's figuring out their own thing at their own pace. So I just want to remind you to be kind to yourself, always be kind to yourself, be kind to yourself and love the imperfect, sometimes dark, sometimes light nature of life and, you know, like the imperfect quality of this recording when you hear the occasional motorbike drive by. Uh, just learning to embrace and, and appreciate those imperfections because imperfection is like imperfectionism is the f- expression of realness, right? Perfectionism to me has that weird fake, like I can't really trust it quality. And so I always like to think of imperfection as the expression of realness and you are real and I am real. What a fucking blessing that is. So I'm so glad I'm not a Barbie doll, right? Like literal plastic doll. No, I get to be a human being. I get to be imperfect. I get to be flawed. I get to, uh, you know, be aware and I get to choose. I have choice. And um, wow, what a gift it is to be alive as a human on this planet. So yeah, I'm just 
sending you so much love from my tender healing heart to your tender healing heart, wherever you are in the world, whatever time it is in your day, whatever you're up to. Um, yeah, I love you. I really love you. <laughs> I really love you. Um, Okay, so invitation here to get cozy and be extra kind to yourself as you listen to this week's episode. Okay, my beloved soul family, hello. Thank you for being here on this day. Um, on this cool, relaxed afternoon. I want to, I'm here to uh, speak to a really, what might be powerful or triggering or scary or liberating journey. And that is the journey of forgiving our parents, um, healing our parent wounds, as you might say. And this conversation that I'm here to have with you today was inspired by a really beautiful conversation with a dear friend um, who's also been like the number one fan of the podcast, I feel. <laughs> and um, she's also enrolled in, in my current program. So um, dear sister, uh, someone I get to work with, and she reached out to me after listening to a podcast episode I did with Olivia Western. Um, I think it's somewhere in the 30s or 40s with Miss Olivia and, and we were talking about this journey to forgiving our parents and so my dear friend reached out and, and basically said you know I'm on this journey of trying to forgive my mom and I find it really challenging can you share with me sort of the ins and outs of your journey Nikki to forgiving your mom um, because me and this friend have very similar, um, I wouldn't say our whole childhood is similar, but our, the relationship with our mom in a way is similar. We both had moms who were um, alcoholics and um, maybe using some prescription medications as well and just unable to really be, you know, a mom, like very present and um, nurturing and, and such. And so we had these similar kind of upbringings and she just reached out and said, you know, can you share with me what that experience was like for you and, and maybe anything that could help me? And what unfolded was this beautiful, deep conversation, her and I just going back and forth on voice memos. And um, at the end, I was like, holy crap, this needs to be a podcast episode. Like, there's so much richness here as her and I went back and forth. And, and so this is kind of an accumulation of, of our conversation yeah, so I'm kind of going to share some tips, and you know, I, nothing here is ever surface level, so it'll go a bit deeper. Um, and before I do, I just want to give a disclaimer that I know I already gave in the intro here, but um, I want to say it again. This is, this is here for you if it's going to be of service. This is here to support you if you're on this journey or if you're interested in this journey. Um, I can speak from my own experience that healing my mother wound and, and forgiving my mom really is what this is. Like forgiving my mom is 
this is a big statement, but in this moment is the most liberating journey I ever went on. Um, it liberated me from so much weight I was carrying around and so much resentment and, um, it just freed me from all of these chains. I essentially was holding myself to with the, with the resentment and anger. I continued to, um, you know, hold towards my mom. And with that being said, this journey can be so liberating and everyone's going to experience this journey when it's right for them. Right? So you might be listening just because you enjoy the podcast and maybe this journey isn't relevant to you right now. And that's okay. That is okay. I'm not here to tell you that there's any right or wrong way to live your life or go about your healing journey. In fact, I I don't have the answers. Um, Everything I bring through this, this show and all of my platforms are just tidbits from my own experience. And all I can do is take what I've learned from my experience and share And if that inspires you, great. If that triggers you, great. If it's just completely irrelevant, great. It's all welcome here. So I want you to take this this transmission as an offering. And if it doesn't suit you to accept this offering, then don't. That's all. (sighs) Okay. So let me begin by sharing why it is so much more difficult to forgive our parents than it is to forgive other people. I can just imagine a lot of you right now nodding your heads. This is a really common experience for a lot of people. Like, I can forgive the friend who betrayed me and I can forgive the ex who left me, but I can't forgive my mom. I can't forgive my dad. Why? Right? And I've explored this question quite a bit, and this is what I've come up with. So my theory, so to speak, on why it's so difficult to forgive our parents is this. Because the wounds that were created when we were children with our parents were created in the context of a codependent relationship, right? So when we were children, we needed to be codependent on our parents, right? Of course we are codependent. We actually needed our parents or our caregivers to survive, right? We needed them to feed us and put a roof over our heads. And um, if we're fortunate enough to be sent to school and all of those things. And so, you know, now as an adult listening, if there's a friend who acts a certain way that really just doesn't work for you or isn't in alignment, you can say no to that friendship, right? You can choose to walk away, If you're in a partnership where a partner acts in a way that's not in alignment, you can choose to walk away. However, when we were children, we didn't have the option, most of us didn't have the option to choose to walk away from our parents or from our household, right? So we, we, number one, had to deal with things that weren't to our liking or or didn't resonate with us, right? Even sometimes abusive or harmful or neglectful behavior. And furthermore, we learn to morph ourselves in order to deal, right? As children, a lot of us 
used coping mechanisms in order to deal with the circumstances that were just too hard to bear in our fully present authentic nature. So that's where a lot of us learn to stifle our expression, right? Or become a people pleaser, right? Or say what other people want to hear instead of your truth. All these sort of behaviors that now as adults, <laughs> it's kind of comical. Like a lot of us are on the healing journey trying to um, undo, right? Like, oh, I can't speak my truth. Oh, I'm a people pleaser. Oh, like, I tend to leave relationships when they get challenging or hide or close down. All of those patterns and tendencies were usually bred in childhood, right? And we tend to blame our parents for those behaviors. And I hear you and I get why that blame is so tempting. And yet, it's really the nature of the relationship that caused us to take on those behaviors, right? It's the codependent nature of the relationship. It's the fact that we were children, and since we didn't have the option to leave and take care of ourselves, one of our only safe options was to morph and to become a version of ourselves that could be in that situation, right? We learn to adapt. Um, and then we grow up as adults, and we're like, oh, I don't like this pattern. I don't want this anymore, right? So then we get to then we get to go on the healing path and and once when you do find forgiveness, it becomes for me, it became easier to actually appreciate that whole journey, right? It's like, oh, this is the journey. I get to spend my life healing these these parts of myself that are separating me from the wholeness that I am. How beautiful is that? So one more little caveat I want to leave before I go into like straight just tips <laughs> um, is that I want to just remind you guys like how human I am and um, I want to just share that forgiving my mom did not come before hating her guts and for me actually leaving home uh, when I was 17 and I hated her. I really hated her at, the, at that time. I was so angry about my childhood, you know? Um, and I had to go through that. Um, I needed that, that time in my life. And so, you know, everyone's timeline and journey is different. Some people might need to hate their parents for two months, two years, two decades, who knows, two lifetimes. But, um, you know, after I, I was so angry towards her and then I, I left and then I didn't talk to her, I didn't see her or really talk to her for over a year, um, and then at one point, I really missed her. I actually really missed my mom, and that is what started me on the journey of forgiving her, because I said to myself, okay, I miss my mom. Nikki, do you want a relationship with your mom? Yes, I do. Okay, what do I need to do to engage in that? Right, like... I can't speak to everyone's situation. I can only speak to mine. So I will. And the only thing that was stopping me from having a relationship with my mom was me. My mom was willing to have a relationship with me. Sure, she wasn't the person I thought she should be. She didn't match up to my expectations. But she was there willing to have a relationship with me. Like, yeah, I'm here. And I was the one stopping that. So I had to ask myself the really hard to look at question of like, okay, what do I need to do 
to open myself up to relate with my mom. Right? I had already learned, okay, you're not going to change her. That's a big one, too. Like, we think we can change our parents. We think we can, many of us think we can go to a meditation retreat or a David Data workshop or read a book and then be like, okay, I'm going to show my parents the conscious way of life. And what is love if it's not accepting someone as they are, right? So with parental love, it's like the question I was asking myself is how can I accept and love my mom as she is? Not how can I make her be the person I need, want her to be and then love her. So the answer I came up with was, oh, I need to forgive her. <sighs> I can feel the weight of that even as I say it because it was such a terrifying prospect for me at this time. I just remember thinking like, how the fuck am I going to forgive this woman? I've, I had so much inside of me so much anger and hurt. Um, and I knew that my resentment towards her was actually blocking my ability to see her clearly. Does that make sense? So I was like, I was looking at this woman in the present, but I wasn't seeing her clearly. Her image was tainted with the past. And I knew in order to be present and see the woman standing in front of me, I would have to clear that tainted window from the past from which I was looking through. <sighs> so when my friend asked me recently, like, what helped you? I really sat with that question. And these are some things that came through that were really instrumental in um, helping me to, to forgive my mom. Um, and many of you know my mom is dead now, and I'm just so grateful that the universe guided me towards this journey before she died. And with that being said, there's still so much healing that lies within the experience of heal. Um, I'm sorry, forgiving your parents after they've died. So if that's you, um, it's not too late. And you may already know this, but there's ample opportunity for a deep connection and relationship with someone who's already died. Uh, me and my mom are closer than ever. So fear not. It's never too late. Okay. So let's go into tip number one. Something that really helped me to forgive my mom is that I began to see and look at my mom as a human, the human that she is, and I started learning more about her story. I remember asking her questions about her past and her childhood. I remember asking my grandparents questions about, like, what was it like with the three kids, raising them, and, and getting an idea of what my mom went through and her pain, you know, as a human being. And as I started to learn more about her past and understand her struggles and her pain, my heart naturally began to open up with more compassion. Right? I took her off of this pedestal of expectation that I had held her on and reminded myself that she too is a human being. Right? Because 
I'm no longer at this point, I'm, I'm 18 years old when this is happening. I'm no longer a codependent child who needs mommy to be, to, to show up for me, right? At this point, I'm a sovereign human being. And so I, I had to keep reminding myself of that. And essentially what I did is I retrained my nervous system out of this codependent dynamic with her where it's like, I need you to be X for me to love you right? That's a version of codependency. Um, and I learned more and more about her story and just found compassion for her as a human, right? Not even as my mom. I just naturally, my heart began to open with compassion and empathy as I learned about her struggles and her pains and her abuse and what she was carrying. And what began to happen is I really began to understand is like, oh, well, of course, of course she was, um, you know, looking for a vice to numb some of that pain. She was carrying all of this around, right? I started to really understand. So that's the first thing I want to leave you with. Beginning to see your your parents as humans and, and to really learn more about their stories. Like, um, maybe they're, maybe they've naturally opened up before and you haven't really listened, or maybe they need to be asked, you know, like, Hey, what was it like for you as a kid? Tell me about your childhood. Tell me about your marriage. What was that like? Tell me about school or, or this adventure you had or, or that struggle. Okay. So the second piece I want to share is that somewhere along the journey of life, whether it be in this lifetime or the next, we all learn that everything is happening for us. Okay, so I've been, some may say cursed, I say blessed, with a particularly painfully traumatic life in many regards. Um, I've faced some deep loss and trauma um, early on. So that has been a blessing for me in the sense that I've, I've gone so deep um, and what I've found through a lot of my own very painful at times and oftentimes liber liberating healing journey is that every event in my life has a purpose. And that essentially everything I've gone through has happened for me, right? It's created this like blueprint of my experience. And from this blueprint, I always have this opportunity to either rise or collapse into what's happening. And so some of you listening already know this, right? You're like, yeah, okay, everything is happening for me, right? And it's e easier to feel that truth in some moments than others, right? When I was talking to my friend um, about this, this topic, the one that inspired this podcast episode, I was saying like, I, and then there's moments where I can just zoom out of this whole earthly game and it's like, oh yeah, we all came to earth. We all selected a set of circumstances. We all made agreements and contracts with other souls. Okay, you're going to be my depressed mom. You're going to be my, you know, my abusive partner. Like we made all these agreements and chose to come here to 
go through difficult shit. I mean, that's like the really zoomed out truth that I've come to know. It's like I came here to go through difficult shit. Now, does that mean that my life is just difficulties? Absolutely not. My life is, to me, feels like one of the most joyful gifts ever. I'm so incredibly filled with joy and gratitude for this life I live. And there's many experiences of pain and loss. And and what I've come to believe is that those experiences are actually opportunities for me. So yes, I have to feel those things and I have to feel the pain and the heartbreak. And yes, I have to go through my experience of hating people or being mad at people or resenting people. And, and each time I do, the length of time it takes for me to come back to forgiveness and love and um, wholeness becomes less, right? So it's, it's again, it's a journey. But um, when you learn to be okay with the darkness this understanding strengthens naturally. This understanding that everything is happening for me. Right? So it's a continuous practice of looking back on the experiences in my life and saying, okay, how did this actually serve me? How has it helped me show up for others? How did this experience of pain lead to something that was in deeper alignment for myself? How did this teach me? What did I learn from this, right? How did this make me stronger? How did this experience make me into the woman I am today? I'm often asking myself those questions when I'm looking back on painful experiences. And so that same principle applies to our experiences with our parents, right? We can look back on those experiences with our parents when they neglected us or, or uh, mistreated us or didn't, you know, most people I know, just their parents didn't show up for them in the way they need them to, right? They weren't available. And, and so how can I look back on that and say, man, that was so hard. How can I show up for my little girl inside that cries every time I remember what it was like to be sitting outside my mom's bedroom door when she would tell me to go away, mommy's not feeling well, and I'd be crying, and I'd be missing her, and she I knew she was intoxicated, and I felt so alone. Like, how can I be there for that little girl and simultaneously say, wow, what did that experience have to offer me in retrospect, right? This is a part of getting older and getting wiser, yeah, it's, it's not something we recognize immediately after the fact. Um, but as time goes on, it's something we can begin to reflect upon and look at. Okay. Um, yeah, so... Okay, I'm, I'm kind of looking at my notes here. I took some notes, but something else is coming through. Um... Just give me a moment here. <sighs> yeah. So I want to, what's coming through that I didn't write down is I just want to remind everyone that forgiveness doesn't mean that I'm 
excusing or agreeing with a behavior, right? So a lot of us get stuck up on this idea like if I forgive them, then they're right or then that I'm accepting what they've done. And, and I just want to remind you that those two are have nothing to do with each other actually. Um, you know, One's a conversation about right and wrong and morality, and that's that's a very different conversation than the conversation of forgiveness. Forgiveness is liberating yourself. Forgiveness is choosing to let go of the 50-pound weights or bags of resentment that you've been carrying around on your back or your chest and just to let them fucking go. That is forgiveness. And it really has very little to do with the other person. Um, in fact, whew, there's a yawn. In fact, many of the for- journeys of forgiveness I've undergone haven't involved the other person, haven't involved conversations with the other person, either because they're dead, they're out of my life, I have a boundary with them and I'm not in communication with them actively on the earth plane at this moment, right? So there's a number of reasons, um, but it really has little to do with the other person. So something you can examine is if you're getting stuck up on the idea that if I forgive, I'm somehow justifying behavior, um, that's absolutely not the case. I can tell you as someone who has forgiven people who have done really terrible things to me like you know I've I've been molested by a a group of strange men after being drugged many of you know that story and I've forgiven these men and it has nothing to do with ex- like yeah your behavior is okay in my book it has nothing to do with that do I agree with behavior like that absolutely not Do I see that in my moral compass as acceptable? No, I don't. And I can still forgive those people and let that weight go for myself. So forgiveness is about liberation of the self. And it it has nothing to do with excusing or accepting a certain behavior. Okay? Feels important to remind you of. Okay, so another tip for forgiving your parents. Um, like here's almost like a journaling prompt you can take away with you, but something that helped me is I became aware of the expectations that I was unconsciously or consciously holding of my mom and started one by one choosing to let those go. So again, this kind of ties into the first tip, but if we're having the conversation of unconditional love, which is, that's really the conversation I'm here for. Um, Unconditional love means it's unconditional. So if you have expectations, meaning, okay, you need to act this way in order for me to love you, that's called conditional love, right? And let me remind you, love doesn't mean you're in relationship with someone. Love doesn't mean you're talking to someone. So again, maybe you have a situation where you have a boundary with your parents or your mother or your father and you're not in communication with them on the earth plane right now and maybe that's what you need to feel safe and you know in your gut that's the right move for you. I'm not here to tell you to take your boundaries down. 
What I am here to do is to remind you that you can still forgive them even when you're not talking to them, even when you're not in communication with them, right? So examine the conditions that you've created. I'll forgive you when X, Y, Z. I'll forgive you when you start being more emotionally available. I'll forgive you when you show up. I'll forgive you when you start becoming more conscious. I'll forgive you when, whatever it is. And you can consciously choose to let go of those expectations one by one. Like, okay, you know what? I'm deciding to embody a more wholesome and pure form of forgiveness moving forward. And that means that I, you don't have to meet expectations for me to forgive because I'm also learning that forgiveness is about liberating myself. So you have choice here. Yeah. I want to remind you of that. Doesn't mean it's not hard or difficult or confronting. It sure as fuck is you guys. And you still have choice. You are a badass goddess, wisdom woman or man of with immaculate, endless potential for deep healing and transformation. I know you are, because if you weren't, you wouldn't be in my sphere. So, know that um, you do have choice, and that's a place you can start. Examining the expectations you've created around forgiveness. Around love. Hmm. <sighs> Um, okay, so, okay, so here's, I have one final kind of internal tip, and then I'm going to share one thing I started doing externally in relationship with my mom, so that's going to be more relevant for you who are in physical relationship with your parents, that changed a lot, um, but one final tip I'll leave is, you can I, begin to examine any identities that you have which are attached to hating your parents or attached to how they victimized you or attached to resenting them, right? This is kind this is some deep work you guys and this is a lot of a lot of the work I do with my one-on-one -on -one clients cuz these are the things that can be so sneaky, they're really hard to become aware of. So you might hear this and you're like, "No, I don't have any identity attached with that." Um However, it's possible, perhaps, there's a part of you, a part of your ego, that enjoys the rift or enjoys being able to tell the story of how they did this to you, right? Perhaps it gives you a feeling of significance, of entitlement, of, um, of ugh, the word, of like, I'm up here, sort of righteousness, right? Um, so sort of a deeper layer of internal work around this journey is that you can begin to ask yourself, like, are there parts of my identity or rather my ego that are attaching to this rift between me and forgiving my parents? Like what part of my identity is actually trying to get me to stay resentful and stay angry? Yeah. Again, it's it's really kind of sneaky. This is like going pretty deep into the subconscious, um, you know, role of the ego and, and beliefs. Um, so if you need support and this journey is important to you, please seek it. And um, this is really powerful, right? I 
will just share from my own experience, I found that there was a part of my ego that was attached to me basically like being able to tell the story of my mom and me where like she was this evil Grinch and I was like the victim of her terrible parenting. And there was this part of me that liked that. Now the real me, of course, didn't like that. The truest, purest essence of me didn't enjoy that. But there was a part of like my identity that enjoyed being able to say like, yeah, my mom never showed up for me and she was the worst parent and I was all alone. It gave me this feeling of significance. Like I felt significant in that. And I liked the way that I could share that story with people and they would feel bad for me and they would give me like empathy and they would feel sorry for me and, and they would support me in that. Right. So there was a part of me being fed from that story. And I really had to look at that because the truth is my mom was there for me. There were a lot of ways she wasn't there for me. That's also true. But she also was there for me in some ways. And, I mean, she gave me birth. You know, she gave me life on this planet. At this point, I can say that's enough for me. Um, but she also gave me so much more, you know, besides just a roof over my head and things like that. She loved me. I know she did. And she, she, she really tried she did the best with the resources and knowledge and, and ability that she had, you know? And I can feel that. I know she did her best. And I can just see that little one inside her, like, wanting to be the best parent, but just not having the strength or the resources to be this perfect parent that I wanted her to be, you know? And... I can just feel the pain she must have felt when I, at that young age, would just, oh, just make her out to be, like, the worst person ever. And I had to face all this within me. You know, I had to get really honest with myself. So here's an invitation for you to get really honest with yourself if you're available and resourced and ready and have the support to go in because this can be very confronting you guys and it can bring up a lot of emotions and again it can be really sneaky so um seek the support you need if you need it yeah yeah, I just wrote, examine any stories you tell about your parents that make you feel significant, worthy, righteous, or otherwise. These are sneaky but effective in keeping us stuck in resentment when, we're, when we've tried everything to forgive, right? So, so this practice is really good for someone who feels like you've tried everything, right? Like you've really already been on this journey and you're like, oh, like I've tried everything and I still keep, you know, I have moments where I feel like a little bit of forgiveness or compassion, and then oh, I, I fall back into the space of resentment, this is a really powerful step for you. Perhaps there's that really unconscious attachment, um, identity attachment going on there, and uncovering that can be hugely liberating. <sighs> okay. So... Yeah, okay, this, this is... 
I've already touched on the rest of my notes here. Um, so this is really what I have for you today. And I know this has been a really like rich and mm, what's the word like jam packed, like dense conversation. There's been a lot here. Um, so I encourage you to give yourself time and space to integrate and let all this sink in. Um, you know, just be kind to yourself. That's my biggest reminder here. Please be kind to yourself, right? We're all on our own individual journeys and everyone's moving at their own pace. And um, where you are is just perfect. You're right on time. Every misstep is just another step, you know? Um, you can't really fuck up your own life. So uh, I'm just sending out so much love and compassion to all of you in the world and especially to those of you who are on this journey of, of reconciliation and forgiveness with your parents which is that original wounding place you know it's it's the the wounds made with our parents are the ones that get reflected in our closest relationships our roommates our partners our close friends so um it's a big one right it goes fucking deep it, it cuts deep and healing these wounds is so liberating because it frees up all those other relationships, right? Like when I heal wounds that are still festering with resentment in my um, line with my mom, that heals the line with my partner where those same wounds are showing up. Does that make sense? Most of you in my field have have heard me talk about how our partners, our, our chosen ones, our beloveds become like these big mirrors. And we, you know, an early stage of relationship is where you actually think your partner is like doing all these things wrong. And, and maybe, you know, in your earlier phases of relational um, intelligence, you cycle through a lot of people because you just keep thinking, oh, well, They've got problems. They've got problems. That's surely what I did. And then at some point you learn like, oh, wait, I'm the common denominator here. Like it's not them. It's me. They're just bringing up my unhealed shit. <laughs> so healing this parent wound be is so liberating because those wounds and, and weights that we hold um, towards our parents, they get reflected in all of our closest relationships. And one thing I didn't mention is the other really cool thing about forgiving your parents is you get to have a relationship with them, right? This goes for people who are dead or alive. I can speak to this because I got to have a relationship with my mom when she was alive, and I still have a relationship with her and my dad, who are both dead, and... You know, if I hadn't forgiven my mom, I wouldn't have this relationship that I have with her when she's dead, right? There wouldn't be this open, loving, okay, let's communicate type of dynamic between us. So the coolest thing, in my opinion, about forgiving your parents is we get to have a relationship with them. Oh, and this reminds me, I didn't share my my last tip with you guys. I said I would come back to it, and I almost forgot Forgive me, my loves. It's been a really deep and internal week. Um, actually, like week and a half. I'm transitioning a lot, as mentioned. So 
So anyway, once I, this is, everything I've shared today is a lot of the internal work I did with self. And then one thing I started doing with my mom in relationship with her back then was I started thanking her instead of always criticizing her. Like, instead of always pointing out, like, you never did this, you always do that, and just always pointing out her mishaps, I started recognizing and appreciating the way she did show up, right? Because I've never been a parent, but my story is that, you know, there's so much pressure as a parent to be a perfect parent, especially in our world today, and... I imagine my mom was walking around always feeling so guilty already for the ways she knew she didn't show up for me perfectly, you know. And every time I criticized her, it was just like adding insult to injury. Like she's already feeling all the shame and then I'm like, you this, you that. And it just, I think it just ripped her guts out, you know. I think I was just tearing her apart. So as I started to implement everything I already told you guys about, my heart naturally began to open a bit more. When we would hang out, I would just start just little things like, you know, Mom, I always had a roof over my head when I was a kid. And I know that there were times where we came really close to not, or I thought we did as a child, and and yet we always did, and I'm so grateful for that. Like, there's so many kids in the world that don't have that, and what a gift that you gave me as, like, a home, you know? Thank you. And I would just share these, oh, (sighs) (sighs) I'm just remembering, um, wow, this is, this is, uh, quite emotional. I'm just remembering her response to those moments, you know? She would, um, I miss that. I really miss, like, seeing her. And, um, when I would share those bits of gratitude, she would just, just, it wasn't even anything dramatic, but I could just feel her, like, inside being like, oh, my God, I did something right, you know? And oftentimes she would just be rendered speechless, and sometimes she would even just get uncomfortable, like, like, Oh, you don't have to say, you know, no, it's okay. I wasn't that great. <laughs> Can you guys hear Loca Rose in the background? She's she's very excited about the food my beloved is feeding her. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it changed the game. You know, I started sharing appreciations with her. And it she ended up in turn showing up differently in our dynamic. Because no one can show up, like, in their full loving expression when they're just being criticized and judged, right? Except maybe Jesus, but hey, none of us are Jesus yet, right? So, it's like, what can you thank your mom for? What can you thank your dad for? And, you know, if you're really like, no, there was nothing. Like, the one thing I always come back to is you can thank them for giving you life on earth. Right? You can thank them for saying yes to you. You can thank them for choosing to have you. Right? Most of us were born in an age where birth is a choice. 
depending where you live. And a lot of a lot of children are aborted and are never born. And so your parents chose you. They said yes to you. Maybe even if the circumstances weren't right, maybe if they didn't feel ready, and they gave you life. They brought you here. Right? And most of our parents did the best they could with the knowledge and resources that they had. So that in itself can be something you thank them for. And if you are in relationship with your parents and you feel available for it, I invite you to just try this out. Like, try next time you see them, just thanking them for something. But be genuine, you know. You don't have to make something up. But what can you genuinely just be grateful to your parents for? Right? Because many of us have, like, these expectations of how they should be and, and what they should have done. So it's like, I'm not going to thank them for putting a roof over my head. Like, they they better have put a roof over my head. They're my parents. And yet, why not thank them? Right? When I go to a restaurant I, and I have an amazing meal, and if I, if I have the privilege of meeting the chef, sometimes the chef will come out to the table and check on, you know, check in on, on me or us. And I always find that like such a delight. I will thank the chef like, wow, you know, what an experience this meal was, the flavors and this. Thank you so much. Now, sure, you could say like, well, you'd hope it's a good meal. You just paid money for a chef to make you this meal. And still, it feels good to thank them, you know. Um so why not? Why not? That's what I'll leave you with. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. This is such a big one. So if you are hearing this and if you are on this journey and if you decide to try any of these tips out. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your experience. So please do reach out to me. Um, you can send me a email at hello Nikki sunshine at gmail.com. You can also always send me a direct message on Instagram at heart womb healing. And here's another thing I want to offer because this episode was inspired by someone who reached out and asked a question, right? So if you have like a question on healing self, relationship with others, self, parents, you know, significant others, the healing path, listening to your inner guidance, feminine and masculine embodiment, all the things I love to jam about. Um, if any questions come up for you as you listen to any episodes or read any posts or emails of mine, um, feel free to write me and let me know your question. And if it activates something in me, then I will just love to make an episode on it like I did with this one. So you can have your question answered on an episode. Um, and I'm very happy to leave you anonymous. I, I don't need to share your name unless, of course, you want that. So uh, if that's you and you're like, ooh, yes, I have a couple questions or a question, please do email me again at... I'm <laughs> just holding space while this, this uh, motorbike drives by. Email me at hellonickysunshine at gmail.com. And in the subject line, you can write podcast question. 
um, and then I'll make sure to get my eyes on it. Sometimes emails get a little lost in the sauce. So um, yeah, I'll leave you all with that. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for witnessing me and my, and my tears and my passion. Um, I hope that this transmission has been of service to you in some way. And as always, if it has been and you know others in your life would be served from this as well, please share, spread the word, um, you know, let me know how this has been serving you, uh, leave a authentic rating or review, whatever feels authentic to you and, and whatever you feel genuinely called to do to support the mission of empowering others through their healing journey. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. I love each of you dearly. Bless your tender, sweet, sweet souls. My heart is sending you so much love from my tender space of healing to yours. And I will catch you in the next episode.